This is the Crossroads Podcast Network. Welcome to the On Mission Podcast, everybody. Today you're in for a treat. Actually, it's a resurrection of sort, digital resurrection of yes. something that kind of had to be laid down many years ago. For those of you who may remember, we used to do something at Crossroads called Time with the Team. And that was a time where people could meet up at someone's house with the staff and just sort of ask questions and get to know them. And it was a really sweet memory for some of us. But as things grow, it becomes sort of impossible to get everybody mm -hmm. all in the same room. And um, it's kind of chaotic and kind of lost a little bit of uh, our ability to do what we wanted to do, which is actually spend time with one another. Anyways, we were thinking it'd be nice to have some time with the team where we have long form interviews with people. And so today that's what we're going to do mm -hmm. time with the team episode with none other than Joel Jacobson. Woo. Welcome. Joel. Woo. Thanks Dan and Matt. Matt had a good Matt's here. here. Yeah. Well, in some ways this is how we, why we even started the on mission podcast. Cause when you're on stage, we introduce like a missionary, introduce somebody new and it literally takes about two minutes. And by the time you're just like, learning a little bit about what the person does. They're quickly off the stage and we're on to the next thing. So I'm excited we're doing this too, because it gives us a chance just to learn more about our new worship pastor and what you're, what you're excited about, what you're passionate about, what your family's like. And so we can really get to know you a little bit. So we can do that in this space a lot easier. Like having a long form interview. I think, uh, yeah, never mind. I'm not going to say what I was just thinking. Anyways. <laughs> Uh, so Joel was just sort of introduced this last week um, to be the worship pastor here on this team. And so welcome, Joel. Thanks, and I dude. I think everybody's sort of just dying to know a little bit more about you as a person. And so why don't you just think a little bit out loud. Uh, where are you coming from? Who are, you know. Who is Joel? Yeah. Who am I? Well, let's get into it. Uh, so I'm originally from Traverse City, Michigan. I grew up there and... Uh, and then came to GR back in 2012, went to Cornerstone University. So, Matt, I think you know that university a little, a little bit. bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah, maybe your dad, maybe your parent is there or something. <laughs> I don't know. But, uh, yeah, so then uh, got plugged in. What uh, was your degree at Cornerstone? It is like, worship arts. Yes. So I am using my degree. Wonderful. Which is great. And, uh, and so, really, I just kind of hung out in the area and then – uh, got hired in at Ada Bible Church, um, back in 2015 and was there till like two weeks ago. Yeah. So it's been a crazy when, ride down here. When we, uh, f first this summer, when we needed some help in the worship department, when I was stepping in to help out a little bit more and I was like, man, we, we could really use some help. Joel was like my first call. Cause we had worked together at Ada Bible Church a, yeah. a few, a lot, a lot of years back now. Uh, but we had gotten to know each other then leading a lot of worship at some of those campuses. And I was like, man, I bet Joel could really come help us. So the cool thing is you've been, you've had a chance over the, since maybe July yeah. to be a part of who we are, be a part of our services, play some awesome electric guitar loudly in the background, <laughs> which has been amazing. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of cool that like, we didn't know where that, what that was going to mean. But then about a month ago, it's starting to think and pray like, hey, maybe Joel could come and step into this role and really, really help us out. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us a little bit more about your background. Like uh, you're married now. Yep. Did you already say that? 
No, no, no. no. That. That's a pretty important part. And we yeah. did, we did. Have you been a Christian for very long? And yeah. I mean. Yeah, yeah. So uh been married since, uh, um, Britt's going to hate me because I can't say it off the top of my head right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 20, 2013, yeah. 2013. And, uh, but, uh, yeah, so I. I grew up in a really small church in Lillanau County uh, as a United Brethren mm-hmm. church. And, uh, you know, we were excited one day when there was like a hundred people like on like, I think it was like Christmas or, you know, Easter. We had like a hundred people and super pumped, but normally it was like maybe 20, 30 people. So a really small community. And, uh, until I was like maybe 12 and then started going to a non-denominational church. But, uh, my f- whole family uh they actually became christians in that church mm-hmm. and so we got connected because the pastor of that church would go door to door to everyone in the neighborhood mm-hmm. and uh and one day had just a bunch of groceries and was like hey you know we uh we saw you mightn't have a need yeah. you know got to know us and then i was a baby at the time and then my parents started going and then you know was baptized at that church and stuff so that's cool yeah do you have you, you any kids Yes, I do. Uh, we, back in 2019, uh, we started the foster care journey, and uh, our daughter Maya came to us. Did you ever see the movie uh, Instant Family? Oh, yeah, dude. Is that a good representation, or is that pie in the sky? I don't know. I always like to ask. Have you seen it? Yeah, I love it. What, Mark Wahlberg? Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> like, he is the man, you know? Like, he's so cool. Who um, would want to be adopted by Mark Wahlberg? Yeah, for real. Of course. Uh, that... That movie's pretty legit. Okay, there's like there's a lot of attention and so yeah, okay. yeah, a lot of that. Like I think they show like a good representation of just like, you know, the trauma, the neglect that kids go through. You know, like the system. Hmm. You know, we even chuckled like we were going through the classes at the time that we saw that movie, and it was like the same stuff they were showing in that movie as like what oh, we were no learning way. in class. So it was like it was Some a fun like full circle of expectations and yeah, yeah. Yeah. Why'd you de- why'd you decide to go down that path, the foster care adoption path? What was behind that for you guys? Yeah, uh, for us, it was like we always felt called to adopt, um, and uh, and so when Brittany and I were getting married, we were like thinking about if we should do international adoption, foster care adoption, and uh, and we ended up um, actually going to the Democratic Republic of the Congo because back in Traverse City we had like a small community mm-hmm. of people that were really connected there. We were going to actually internationally adopt. And we went over there, stayed there for a month, and this organization helped out at some after-school program stuff. And then um, the missionary couple we were with, we were telling them all about, like, you know, America and the foster care system and just adoptions there. And they go, man, sounds like you guys really have a messed up system over there. And you need more people to take care of your, like take take care of kids, and from there in the states, yeah, in the states, right, and right. so we go all the way over <laughs> to Africa to learn yeah, to, to learn, learn that, that for you guys. Maybe yep. we are called to, uh, you know, help out kids in America, and so from there we felt really called, mm-hmm. and uh, and then they ended up closing adoptions over there, but we felt really led to do the foster care so thing. How, and so her name's Maya, and how yeah. how old is she? She's nine. And she came to us at seven, and we have no biological kids, so we became parents to a seven-year-old. Exciting. And, uh, yeah, it was like we jumped a few years and, you know, had some fun with it. She's so sweet. 
and she's been really cool to get to know a little bit. And what are your so? You just adopted though. You just finished the adoption, yeah. right? A couple a month ago. Yeah, it was the week of Thanksgiving. Yeah. So, what a special yeah. cool thing. It's yeah. so fun. That was really nice. Yeah, it was great. Tell me a little bit about so why worship. You know, you were in a church, then you come down here to Cornerstone University, get your degree, you start working at Ada. Now that you're 27, sorry, 29, 29, 30, 40. Almost 30. <laughs> Almost. Like why? Like you're giving your life to this. Yeah. Like you're coming into a time of your life where you're not you're just kidding around anymore. You know what I mean? You're not just fresh out of college. Like you've yeah. chosen to take this job as the worship pastor of our church Yeah. to lead us, to grow up. Like why? What's, what's behind it for you? Yeah, I think for me, uh, it's always something that I felt called to. And, uh, and I think... Uh, worship is this great opportunity just to express like God's goodness and uh, just really for us to connect with God in in a way that's different from, you know, like meeting in a group or speaking. Uh. And, and so I think for me, like I've always been drawn to music. I've been in bands. I've played guitar since I was like 14, you know? So uh, I really feel led to like uh, just help, in this community of just like bringing God's goodness through music. So nice. Yeah. Okay. So fun questions after the serious question yeah. is who's the, who in your opinion, who's the best electric guitar player ever rock electric guitar player. Um, I got to go with Eddie Van Halen. Nice. I'm a big eighties hair metal guy. To. So you have to and, go and rest in peace. So yeah. it's appropriate. Yeah. I mean, you have to, Kind of go, Dan. You're shaking yeah, your head. Yeah, you're shaking Dan. your head like, yeah, okay, no. Dan. Dan, who is it? Who is it? Defend your answer at least a little. Just give us a reason for that. I mean, you can't just say, "I have to go with Eddie Van Halen." Who's got a gun to your head? Nobody. Why do you like Eddie Van Halen? Why? Okay, okay, that's fair. Uh, I feel like he invented a sound. He invented the '80s sound. So like, he wasn't the first one to tap, but he made it popular. Yeah. yeah. Like he was the guy that like cranked. You know, like ten Marshall half stacks, and you know, had some fun with right, it. Right. So, and he was a big time shredder, and you know, like back in the late seventies when you have like Boston, and you know, it like, you know, you have like more of that groove, and then all of a sudden you get, you know, Van Halen one come out, and you know they're doing like crazy slides on the electric yeah. and just like ripping guitar solos. It's different. He so I think that's around. where I he like just it. pioneered so much. You know Dan is not happy yeah, with the Dan, answer, but that's okay. Dan, Dan. why don't you like so this answer, Dan? Right now, because it's just so hard. It is hard. There's I so many. Well, there's so many different. Okay, Dan, uh, who would you say? Let's talk about this, buddy. <laughs> I, I think it's a shorter. It's a lot shorter of a list if you were to ask me who the worst uh, <laughs> rock and roll guitarist <laughs> of all time. <laughs> it's just easier to kind of see somebody really not trying that hard, but when you have an appreciation like you do for the fact that. Van Halen was pioneering yeah. a sound. You also have the same metric that you can put on, you know, Angus Young as well, or you can put that on Eric Clapton. I mean, people who were like being innovative. True. Led Zeppelin. Yeah. Those guys are doing stuff that never happened before. You, yeah. you always hear that about um, Kurt Cobain and them, you know, yeah. they yeah. were doing something that just shocked everybody. Yeah. And I kind of like the innovation angle that you're taking with yeah. It's just like, it's just cool to see. And so, in a way, there's often 
I'd like to hear your comment on this. There's often a critique of the church that there is no innovation in the music that comes out of Christians. Hmm. And it's, or at least less than 1%, I don't know, like a very small percent. And then it's often just mimic the, uh, the innovation of other right. daring yeah. you know, yeah. type of people. Uh, you have any thoughts on that or any comments or any yeah. ways to sort of figure that out? Or does it even matter? Yeah. Uh, I think all of that. I think so, you know, today's music, if you listen to pop music, listen to country music, everyone's just copying each other anyway. So I think Christian music, contemporary Christian music, worship music kind of falls in that category. I think often there's a formula, you know, like where you can be like, you know, verse one, do this, chorus, do this. And all of a sudden, all these songs start sounding the same. But that happens in all music. And I think, you know... uh, if we were to talk about Christian music, I think, you know, you know, Matt was a pioneer back in Harvest days. Oh, yeah. You know, and I think, but for real, though, I think like 90s I and 2000s, <laughs> that's in where like, way, just wondering. He, that's well, for those that don't know, I used to be a worship pastor at a church I and I was in a Chris Tomlin cover band because we played Chris Tomlin songs every weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was yeah. making fun of me. Yeah. Pioneer. But. But I really do think, though, that, like, you know, like, uh, yeah, late 90s, early 2000s, those were the pioneers of Christian music. Yeah. And it was kind of a new thing, not yeah. what I was doing, but the whole scene in general yeah. that really, I think, started a lot in the vineyard worship. This, like, all Maranatha. of a sudden, you're not, you stopped singing about God, and now you're singing, like, to God. Yeah. It became this very personal, personal uh, movement. Yeah. Contemporary worship movement in the eighties, nineties. It was that like a yeah. cool thought. I I've yeah. never heard somebody say that before. Yeah. But yeah, when I just scroll through the catalog of songs about God versus singing to God. Well, yeah, it's a very yeah. interesting personal pronoun to yeah. Because yeah. yeah. if you look at like a contemporary song and versus like a hymn, often hymns are more like speaking about theology, truth. singing about yeah truth. And different things bring a lot more of like, uh, like meat to the bones. Where like a contemporary song, it's often more reflective. It's mm-hmm. more like pointed to God. It can be more intimate, yeah. more friendship oriented, and yeah, that but could be a whole other podcast. Yeah, that's a that's, that's a good. Idea. I that love that idea. Let's uh, so we can talk about that later. Tell oh, me, we, tell me, like what um, where where do you think we're like so crossroads now? You're kind of taking the the helm of this, you know, and you're going to be leading and guiding us along with the team and Rod and everyone. But yeah. like, where do you think we're headed? Like, what's the most important thing? What are the, what, what are ways do you think we're going to grow as a church in the next couple of years? Yeah. I think, uh, the biggest thing right now is just the community of worship leaders. I love that idea. I think over the summer, there's been a really big development of that and just continuing to develop that. So if that's, you know, right now we have several people coming in, you know, maybe once a month just hanging out with us. And I think uh, I think the biggest idea is just that we're all like worship. We're all worshipers and that uh, mm-hmm. we can build up a community of worship leaders, if that makes sense. Yeah. Kind of like we all play a part. We all have yeah. a role. We all come in not just to observe. Yeah. But every everyone's coming. Like when Tina leads, like she did last weekend, that, that's different than when I lead or when Mo leads. Yeah. But we're all bringing these offerings to the table and it creates like this beautiful mosaic i think you yeah. know of 
of just the body of Christ. First yeah. Peter two nine. Yeah, the royal royal priesthood. Danny, go Probably ahead. Probably why that innovation conversation does make sense with this is because you know maybe not musical genre innovation, but as far as typical leadership goes, yeah, it is kind of a different idea to you know make your role instead of one that is supported being mm. one that is supporting or yeah. instead of not saying I have a, uh, a desire for either or I'm just saying that the difference that I think some of us are sort of feeling right now about where you're headed or where it feels like you're headed is to a place that's a little more like what Rod's done with me and mm-hmm. other people um, yeah. where he's sort of share the responsibility that he has um in a in a way that's real it's real responsibility i mean the first time he ever let me preach he called me and he was just like i just want you to know i'm not gonna be there and nobody's gonna like do it if you don't do it and like (laughs) in like the in the the sentiment is just like i'm trusting you and uh, I believe in you, and you can do this. And that kind of philosophy or that persona that he took on there is counterintuitive to a lot of um, styles of leadership in our country and in our sort of world yep. where you know it's more driven by few instead of a community. Like you were just mm-hmm. saying, Matt, like there's a, a group of people that are – developing this sound and what we do is being shared in ways you know that are real right now Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. yeah and so i don't know i think that that's something that we're chiseling away at what that innovation kind of looks like i mean collective i guess would be a word sort of that you know you get thrown around and that sort of is sort of a difference um but i'm really excited to see that develop um because that it just sounds sustainable. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like it's validating to people's skill. Yeah. It sounds honoring to them. Yeah. Um, yeah, and you're putting the focus on, like, the community, the gathering, the people, rather than just one person. I think that mm-hmm. that's a huge part of that, you know, of just um, – I think it's great when you can empower other people to do the work rather than just you doing the work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's much easier to just, yeah. you know, put your head down and do it. But I think it's a lot harder and there's more value in like and equipping other people and like bringing everyone on board, you know. And some of the most powerful leaders aren't the people that are always in front, but they're always, mm-hmm. you know, in the back letting other people shine. Amen. Love it. So, kind of like Jesus. Kind of like that. Well, now it's time for everyone's favorite moment in our podcast, which is the Wheel, Wheel of, of Secrets. Secrets. Ooh. <laughs> I was going to go with Wheel of Misfortune, but we could do Wheel of Secrets. Wheel of Misfortune. So, love it. Okay, we're going to spin here. this. Oh, this Wheel we, that we're going to spin. What are you going to say? No, that we loaded up with a bunch of questions. <laughs> go ahead, Danny. And, uh, you know, it's just an homage to Casting of Lots. Of yes. Days of old, you yep. know, because we don't know what question this wheel is going to land on, but Joel has to answer it or interact with it in some way. Yep. Okay. So I'll answer it. Let's people do this. can't see this, but as soon as I spin it, they're going to know exactly I what we're like talking Joel about. Yeah. Oh, Joel, you, I, yeah, you, you, you be, you be for your own. 
Get Ready? your own. Yeah, here you go. Give it a nice card spin. Wait. Yeah, yeah. All right, let's see what happens. Oh. Oh, oh, oh favorite sorry, you got the question of, yeah, what's your favorite oh, chick flick there? Uh, Brittany, Joel. my wife's going to love this. Uh, I'm going to say The Holiday with Jack Black. Okay. And uh, have Jude you seen Law? it? Jude Law. Jude Law. Yeah. Come on. Is there, is there a romance? There's romance in That's it, yeah. Good. Is there is yeah. there a montage? Because there's always like the music <laughs> montage. That's the definition of a chick flick. If there's a, a montage. Yeah. Well, do with you guys music in the background? Do you guys know the movie? No, it, I don't. Basically, you know, two <laughs> two people trade. They trade houses. Wow. Yeah, one lady's from Britain, the other one's from L.A., and the L.A. lady's like a movie producer or trailer producer or something, and they trade for nice. Christmas because they're kind of nice. both done with their life, and then they fall in love with. Oh, two dudes good. and i'm a big jack black fan so yeah. oh you are yeah is, I am. It, is this movie appropriate so you should have answered I, is the it greatest <laughs> guitarist of all time is <laughs> jack, jack black. black yeah there you go no, <laughs> what, does he play? what is that instrument he plays that guitar that's a you can blow on it oh it's electric it's a guitar no 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 it's something else guitar is the piano the, the piano piano like thing guitar, yeah. but anyway yeah, it's cool yeah. it's really yeah, cool it's whatever it's a good it is movie check it out i think it's pg-13 though did we get? Yeah. Should we? Does he get another spin or that? Let's was do. Hit? Let's do another one. You think that was just too easy of an answer? Yeah, that was oh yeah, too there, easy. We got other options. Like okay, one last one. One last one. Yeah, that's not embarrassing at all. Oh, nastiest, nastiest food. What's the food you dislike the most? Mayonnaise. <laughs> I hate mayonnaise. Good call. I hate call. like really any I hate condiments. The word mayonnaise. <laughs> yeah, mayo. Who wants to no, put no, no. mayo? Hey, you know what? I will give me an al an aioli. Every once yeah, in a while, I'll take I'll that. Take I'll take that. No, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I agree with that. What about Miracle yeah. Whip? And is there a difference? Nobody knows. Okay, I heard there's a difference, but I'm too afraid to try either one because I hate them both. Yeah. So that's fair enough. Yeah, I think there is. Uh, you know, if I want culture, I'll <laughs> leave my mayonnaise out overnight. Right? That's. <laughs> is that a is that a thing, Dan? <laughs> that's a joke I heard. Oh, oh all right. Joel. Anyway, Joel, we are. Yeah. This we just scratched the surface here with who you are and your giftedness and i'm so excited you're here and i know a lot of people are and we're just looking forward to the future man many years of serving each other and helping each other uh, worship more yeah so are you looking for any musicians or anything right now just get the word out there or are you set yeah if anyone uh you know plays an instrument or sings you know feel free to come find me on a sunday or reach out and i would love to meet you that'd be great how could i get a hold of you uh you can Get you a hold of me via there? via email, yeah. And I think I'm gonna be on the website soon. So uh you know Jay I think Jay Jacobson. Jay Jacobson at crossroads dash bible dot org. All right. And if they're trying out now they know what to bring. Van Halen song. Yeah. On the electric. Yeah, if you, you get <laughs> extra brownie extra, points extra if brownie you points. you know you can play some uh, Van Halen. All right, everybody. Well thank you for tuning into this episode of On Mission Podcast. Time with the team. Uh hope you're doing well.